when you look at, you know, traditional influencer, I believe the, you know, average engagement rate is somewhere in the one to 3% range. When you look at college athletes, like the average on our platform, and that's about 100,000 athletes is 15%. Calling all creators. Welcome to the Creator Landscape podcast, the podcast that connects you with the most successful creators and industry leaders in the business. And now please welcome your host, Jake Pearson. Welcome back to the podcast where we explore the creator economy and how you can succeed in it. Our guest today is Nick Lord, founder and CEO of No Cap Sports. Nicholas, pleasure to have you. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. So I want to talk today with you about No Cap Sports and another topic that I'm very curious about, which is name, image, likeness. But first, can you can you give us an introduction into who you are, what your story is? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my name is Nick Lord. I'm the uh, founder and CEO of No Cap Sports. Um, started this company back in college about three years ago. Graduated in, in 2020 from a small school in Pennsylvania in the United States called Gettysburg College. Um, started the, Actually graduated during the pandemic. So I was sent home early um, and decided to start a business. And the business I started actually initially started as a college recruiting company. So we were connecting high school athletes with college coaches. Took a pretty quick pivot as soon as the there was some rumors going around around um, college athletes being able to monetize their personal brand for the first time ever, just like any other influencer or athlete, mm-hmm. and decided to pivot the business fully into that. Met up with my two co-founders and have been uh, working on that ever since. So about three years strong now. Wow. So college athletes were never allowed to monetize their own brand. That is correct. Yeah. Until July 1st of 2021. Oh, it's, I mean, it's completely shifted college sports in so many different ways. I mean, it, it was ridiculous in the first place that these college athletes weren't able to monetize their personal brand, just like any other person on the entire universe. Um, but, you know, I, in general, it's, I think it's going to change college sports forever. I think it gives opportunities for these athletes to, you know, build a, you know, real business for themselves much earlier on in life than you know than you think yeah uh, these kids have an incredible influence within these fan bases and um you know there there's the ability to make a significant amount of money as a college athlete just be based on the, the audience that they can you know have pool on yeah and so where, where does this all come about for you in your personal life were you a former college athlete as well that sort of pivoted into this sort of line of work I was a college athlete. I was a division three college athlete with not a big following on social media by any means. So I probably couldn't have made too much as a, as a creator. Has that played into the ability uh, of growth for creators being able to get these brand deals or are the brand deals and the growth of creators just completely unrelated? I think it's sparked a lot of growth. I mean, I think in general, when you look at athletes compared to traditional creators, they bring a really unique, um, you know, perspective to influencing. When you look at just their audience in general, so if you, you know, dig into like influencer marketing, the one of the biggest things brands look at when deciding who to work with is engagement rate, how many people are engaging with that creators content, um, buying things from them, you know, interested in, in what they're talking about. When you look at, you know, traditional influencer, I believe the, you know, average engagement rate is somewhere in the one to 3% range. When you look at 
college athletes, like the average on our platform, and that's about 100,000 athletes is 15%. So you're looking at a huge increase in the people engaging with that content. Um, so these athletes theoretically have a much better chance of selling a product uh, as compared to a traditional influencer. And, um, you know, one other kind of key aspect to that as well is that when you look at like these athletes followings and audiences, they're super, they're hyper-targeted. So a lot of the time, like 50, 60, 70% of the time, their followers are located either in that college town or within that college fan base. So brands now are able to targeting, you know, precise locations based use, utilizing these, these athlete influencers. So I could be a brand and say, Hey, I want to tap into these eight different markets and, you know, hit up an athlete, in each, each one of those markets who likely has a large following in that specific market. That's kind of really cool. It's the difference between the average influencer and these athletes that are influencing and the engagement rate. That's, that's really ridiculous. Are we seeing, that level of engagement rate anywhere else outside of say the the superstar creators that are really mainstream and have been mainstream for 10 years? I don't think so. I think this is kind of a first and specifically in influencer marketing. I don't think anyone's really seen numbers like that, um, you know, at, at, at that big of a scale, really. Yeah. I want to know about no cap sports, like the platform itself, what does mm -hmm. it actually do what's it used for how many people use it yeah absolutely so we've been building the platform for the last three years um it's taken a couple of different shapes where we're really focused now is on connecting mainly working with brands and businesses and helping them activate this new set of influencers so whether that's local regional or national brands we're helping them kind of come in and navigate this space I would say our prim primarily, primary focus is on larger scale brands, brand agencies who are already investing in influencer marketing and now educating them on what it's on why they should be investing into college athletes. We've built a platform that essentially allows these brands to easily access these athletes and activate them and as well as measure the results of activating those specific athletes. Yeah, crazy. And so like a minimum follower requirement to, to access, access the platform or participate? There is no minimum. What do you what do you think these athletes slash creators because that's basically what they're becoming athlete creators uh, are doing to get uh, engaged followings more than the the average creator what is it is it because they're hyper focused on the content it's just like a specific niche around them and their personal brand and their story within the sport like is it something yeah. else I think it's just the group that they're able to get in touch with and that group is college sports fan bases who are some of like the most dedicated and rabid people out there. Um, they're so passionate about their college sports or their alma mater that they want to know everything that those athletes are doing and want to do everything in their power to support their athletes and make sure that their team is winning. So these athletes are able to tap into those. They're, they're the biggest you know, vehicle in order to tap into those college fan bases. Um, compared to anyone else that's ever been able to. And one thing I'm, I'm from a coming, coming from a conversation I've had with another podcast guest, do you, well, we potentially see that the creator landscape or the creator economy is becoming extremely saturated. Like, and I'll just say everyone can create content now using their phone, right? Mm -hmm. And so that means that there's more content to go around and that means brands can spread their money 
to thousands more creators instead of just hyper fixating on one, two or three creators. Do you think that's where being a, a college athlete is going to really make it easier to collaborate with brands compared to the average creator because they've gotten that naturally higher engagement rate? Yeah, I think so. And there's also just a limited supply. When you think about the general creator economy, like anyone can, can become a creator. Um, I, I think, you know, in terms of it being saturated, I think semi good thing because it, you know, separates the good content creators from the ones that aren't really putting the time in and it rewards the people that, you know, are putting in the time. There's only 500,000 of them out there. So there's, there's a limited supply and there's not going to be an, un, there's, it's not going to get oversaturated. It's, yeah. it's pretty much impossible. Yeah. Cool. And so where do you see, I guess, the creator economy, the creator landscape in the next five years, what does it look like and how do college athletes fit? within that landscape? Yeah, I mean, I think brands are just continuing to pour more and more resources into these creators. I think they provide the most, you know, authentic way to get your product or service in front of larger audiences. Um, so I think the creator economy is going to continue to grow at a huge pace over the next couple of years. And I think college athletes are going to play a big role in that especially as more and more of these athletes take advantage of the opportunity that they have um, and, are, and really kind of, you know, put the time into educating themselves and, um, you know, starting to, you know, put in the time and effort to creating content that that fans are going to, you know, enjoy. And then, you know, brands see that and they're like, man, I want to get, you know, in front of this athlete's content or in front of this athlete's audience now. Um, so I think, you know, college athletes are going to play a huge role in the growth of the creator economy over the next couple of years. And what's your message to the, the aspiring college athletes that are sort of, they're considering college, it might be a few years away when it comes to content creation and building their brand leading into yeah. college. Yeah. I think just start early, test things out, see what's going to hit, see what's not going to hit. And, you know, don't be afraid to get some hate at any point, um, you know, just be, be authentic, I think is probably the, the biggest one. Just be yourself. And um, that's what people are going to really kind of, you know, attach themselves to. Um, and that's that's what they want to see online. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, just before we wrap this up, here in Australia, we have Aussie Rules Football. And on TikTok, we have this one AFL uh, creator, and he started making a lot of content, gets a lot of hate. But from that, you've seen... Uh, nine, 10 year olds creating content around sport now, around that sport, which is completely, it's really weird, but you like, you see them doing training, kicking goals. And it's like, wow, they're doing the same thing that you've got your people coming into college sports now in the US, except they're building a small platform for themselves that when they get to the junior, middle, and then potentially the elite level, they've already established a platform with right. their name, image and likeness without even realizing they've just been inspired mm -hmm. by creators. So, you know, that's, that's the one thing is if you're not sure what, what you can do, just go consume a couple of college athletes you already look up to and consume Absolutely. their content and then start to try and replicate and try things that they've done because, you know, the success is in um, what other people have already done. Yeah. No need to reinvent the wheel drastically. Just put your own flair on it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Could not agree more. Yeah. There's, there's too many athletes out there not to follow. So, you know, if you're, a, if you're a young athlete aspiring to do the same thing, 
you know, see what's working for others and apply your own little spin to it. Beautiful. Nick, where can uh, everyone connect with you if you want to learn more about your brand? Yeah, um, you can follow me on LinkedIn, uh, Nick, Nicholas Lord, or uh, if you want to check out our company, nocapsports.io, uh, you can go on our site and play around if you'd, if you'd like as well. Yeah, fantastic. Nick, thank you so much for sharing your insights into name, image, and likeness. It's a whole different ball game for me, and I'm, I really appreciate your, your insights there and just your insights in general into the creator landscape and where you see that moving in the next, you know, sort of five years. Super exciting time to be in the creator space. And a big thank you to our creators and creative professionals for listening to this podcast. Hope you got a lot of value out of uh, No Cap Sports and what Nick has had to say about name, image, and likeness. I'll catch you all in the creator landscape. Thank you so much, Nick. Yep. Thanks, Jake. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for tuning in to the Creator Landscape, the podcast by Creatorland. Don't forget to join Creatorland today and connect with like-minded professionals and creators in the creator economy.